0: More than 150 years after slavery, how can Americans bring about racial reconciliation? And how do we create a more just society for all races? President Biden and members of Congress support the formation of a commission that would explore reparations for American descendants of slaves. Evanston, Illinois, has become the first city to offer reparations, a payment of $25,000 for those who qualify. Pastors Odell Cleveland and Alex McFarlane are here to set us straight today. They host the I Hear You" podcast. Gentlemen, what do you think of this idea of reparations for slave descendants? Would that help heal old wounds and move the country forward? What do you think, Odell?
1: Well, I'm all for reparations. However, I just think that it's more than just a check. I think it's something that we really need to think through and say, okay, what happened? Because the first thing about reparation is what happened to even cause it. One of our discussions on Alex and myself were having is like, Odell, I don't believe in reparations. I don't think I need an example he used was, I shouldn't pay for a hamburger that I didn't eat. And I said, Alex, I understand from your perspective, but from my perspective as a descendant from slaves in Abbeville, South Carolina, A lot of our labor was stolen. A lot of our land in the agrarian South was stolen. A lot of ancestors got hung and killed and murdered. So we look at it somewhat different. A lot of the women who happened to be of African descent were raped and our babies were taken from them and sold. So we look at it differently. So do I think that reparations just be a check? I think that's the worst thing could happen, a reparation just be a check. I think just like systemic racism, reparations should be something systemic, long-term, that's gonna benefit people. Because if you give someone a check who doesn't understand money, we all know, in a capitalist society, a year later, that person's gonna be broke. So I don't think that a check to individuals who qualify is the answer. I think we could be more creative. We're the the richest country in the world. We're the most gifted country in the world. And as long as we continue to say, in God we trust, and believe in God, and don't step away from God, we'll be the most blessed country in the world.
0: First, Odell, but then I'd like to have Alex respond to this. I've talked to people who say, hey, I had nothing to do with slavery. My ancestors didn't own slaves. Some said they had Mm -hmm. ancestors that actually fought or died in the Civil War to free blacks. So why should their tax dollars go to pay reparations? That's what they've told me. So might it possibly, this whole thing, create more racial division in our society, Odell?
1: No, I don't think so. And the reason why is not asking white people to pay reparations. This doesn't have anything to do with white people. The reparation here is America. If you look at America, the country we love. We're saying to America the same thing Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. said to America. You wrote a check, America, in the form of a dream that bounced. The check was returned insufficient funds. So this doesn't have anything to do with white people. The art against America. America, you have blood on your hand. America, you benefited from slavery, not white people. America.
2: You, You don't fix an injustice with, with a further injustice. And to pay money to people who never were slaves, extract money from people who never owned slaves, that's not just. And, and frankly, let me say one of uh, Odell's points that, that I do agree with, there are a lot of people that aren't prepared to handle a check, like in the case of the, the Northern City giving uh, $25,000. I mean, there are a lot of people that $25,000 would actually be a cruelty to them because of what they would probably do to themselves with it. And and one of the uh, parts of America that was our founding principle of equality before God and equal rights, and we didn't live up to that, so I would argue we've already paid some reparations in the form of uh, tens of thousands of soldiers and individuals whose blood was spilled in the Civil War. Uh, and all of the fighting and the investment to get the Emancipation Proclamation uh, uh, law, and then the equal rights, um, uh, the, the civil rights movement of the 1960s and civil rights le- legislation. Now here, here's uh, my point, that we, we have given equality to all. Now, there are some echoes and some ripple effects of everything from Jim Crow to prejudice that needs to uh, be gone. And I think only the the Lord and good, consistent messaging can can do that. I mean, this, this is a gesture that will, I assure you, it will cause more animus between the races. I didn't get enough, and then others will be resentful that they— Their taxes have gone up to pay for reparations. I think will be disastrous for racial progress in America.
0: Okay. Finally, I'm sure as pastors, you too believe that if we are to overcome racism and prejudice, it must begin in our hearts and our churches can take the lead, but churches and Sundays may be the most segregated places ever on every Sunday in America. So how do we overcome this and build relationships because that may be the key?
1: Well, you're right. And the fact that, when it comes to Sunday 12 o'clock worship service, it is the most segregated time. And a lot of times when you look at said, okay, how do churches integrate? A lot of times people don't wanna integrate. Uh, the Black church is one of the most precious jewels in the Black community. And the reason why, historically, the Black church was the place that people of color were in charge, one of the only places that we were in charge. And we were allowed to be in charge. So the Black church is the whole essence of the civil rights movement. And white people may be more comfortable in their culture and their setting, but it's going to be interesting that, when we all get to heaven, though, I don't think it's going to be a Black church or a white church. And we're all going to have to be under that one God.
0: Amen. I'm sorry, gentlemen, we're out of time. But Alex McFarlane, Odell Cleveland, I'd like to continue this discussion in the future. We thank you for sharing your time and insights. And your podcast is I Hear You. Where can people listen and download it?
2: I hear you dot show, And they can find us on Facebook and online as well.
0: And I'm sure you two are taking this discussion on the road. How can people get in touch with you if they're interested in hosting a discussion?
2: Well, uh, my email, my personal email is alex at alexmcfarland.com, alex at alexmcfarland.com. Uh, we'd love to hear you. We'd love to come to your city and do a Q&A. But any way we can serve and further uh, the love of one's neighbor, please don't hesitate to call.
0: Okay, let's do more in the future. Thank you, brothers. I appreciate you. Thanks for setting us straight today. God bless. Thank you for having us.